Welcome to the Between the Pages podcast, brought to you by Boldly Seeking Ministries. Join the conversation every other Wednesday with the team and other special guests as we navigate how we can live a bold faith in between the valleys and the mountaintops of life. This episode is sponsored by Lakeview Covenant Church, where together they pursue Christ and advance His priorities across the street and around the world. Now, let's get to this week's conversation. Well, welcome back to episode four. Four and I'm joined with our social media coordinator Elizabeth this week, and kind of this week I would say is a little bit of a different format, just because we're just talking about a similar experience um, that we've both been able to kind of walk through. Um, both high school now she's in college, I'm out of college, but just what I'm doing now and kind of what this episode is titled is behind the mic, uh, focusing on. Um, the purpose that God has for us, but also the talents that he's given us to glorify him. And I think it's sometimes like that's, a, that's an everyday part of life. Um, you know, you get up, you go to school, you do your sports, you do everything else. And, you know, sometimes I think it, it can go to your head a little bit where you're like, oh, I'm so good at this or I'm so good at that. Um, where you forget that, you know, God gave you those abilities and the glory should go back to him. And um, so for both of us, the same experience of being worship leaders and being on the worship team at church. And uh, I read a quote uh, one time and I brought it back to the team and we decided, you know, that'd be a really great podcast episode because it, it very much is like that heart check behind what are like why are you doing the things that you're doing and like why are you doing those and for what purpose and the quote goes like this and we'll kind of break it down a little bit too um and the quote says if the light that is on you is brighter than the light that is in you the light that is on you will destroy you and I read that quote and I was like oh my goodness this is like the best thing I've ever read because um you know whether being on stage or in the spotlight on a sports team if you're taking into consideration like the fame or the popularity that maybe comes from that or the praise that comes from that, if if that is what's shining brighter than the light that is within you of like, you know, I'm giving all this glory to God, then like the light that is on you, that fame, that popularity is going to really, truly destroy you. Elizabeth, when you heard that quote, um, when I kind of, we were talking about it, like what was the first thing that stood out to you? I don't know, it just made me think about, because a lot of times after a Sunday, we'll be standing on stage and people will be like, oh, thank you so much for serving, or you did such a great job, thank you, and it kind of, it makes you feel good. I mean, when someone yeah. compliments you and you put in all of that work, and it's it's true, I mean, especially with all the spotlights around us all the time, it is like, it's, it is eye-opening to think about, man, like, I could get so easily wrapped up in all of this. Like, you look out and you see people worshiping you're like wow I get to be a part of this and you like you said it's a good heart check um to just not let that um wrap you up too much and I mean I have done other activities and I can totally see like oh like when you walk through the halls or like when you see like fo- like football players or hockey players or whatever we live in a hockey and football town that you see like they they walk around like oh like I'm cool you kind of associate that and so I think I mean I don't play football but I could totally see like yeah this is I'm cool I I play football like getting so wrapped up in that and stuff you know yeah absolutely 
Was there a time where, whether that's just been like, I know you do sports, you're, you did swimming in high school, um, and then you were on the worship team, and very much um, what I was when I was in high school, I was constantly at church, like in leadership positions, investing into younger generations. But was there a time in particular where you felt that you kind of fell into the light that was shining on you? Um, where maybe like you had to do a heart check or you kind of lost yourself um, because you were so consumed by this light um, that was shining on you? I think it was kind of for me, I would be playing for the youth group worship team and for the Sunday morning team. And so I kind of came in to the high school team like, oh, I'm playing with all the adults. And I was like eighth, ninth grade. And so just for me, it was kind of like, oh man, like I play for the Sunday morning team and we're, we do so good and then coming up here is so different and I don't know how to feel about it and just kind of, it was hard for me to take the critiques especially of like, like you're younger than me, like you're, or you're like younger than who I normally play with and kind of it turned into a competition almost of like, am I, be- like, of like thinking am I, like I'm better than these people but in reality, it's like it wasn't a competition, and I took it more as I'm on the like Sunday morning as it was so cool and special that I was on the team so young, and I just slowly as I played more regularly for the Sunday morning team, I kind of was like, I mean, it's the same principle, and like some of these people play for Sunday morning too, or they have other things that they're in that are just as give them as much reason to feel that same way as I do. And so it was just very humbling to think about, like, you know, just because I play on the Sunday morning team, I'm not better than these people. They're good musicians. They are probably more talented than I am. They've been doing their instrument for as long as I've been playing, and they have, like, every reason to be a part of this team or the Sunday morning team as I do. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think that especially when it comes to worship teams it's so hard to walk that fine line of you know you're very much in the spotlight literally and figuratively and for that you know you're in this spotlight but you're also like you're worshiping and you're leading a congregation into an encounter with Jesus and one of the things is that has been like totally on my heart recently as we've been kind of gearing up and planning for um, kind of this conference that we're going to be at here in a couple weeks is the song Heart of Worship. And, you know, the chorus goes like, I'm coming back to the heart of worship where it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. And, you know, we were created to worship, not to be worshipped. And thinking that worship is an act of surrender. And, I've found myself a lot, especially in high school, I was kind of the same way that you were of, you know, like, okay, I do all of this stuff. Like I'm, I'm better than other people, but it's like, no, like you aren't better than other people. Like you're good, but there's so much room for growth and accepting um, feedback, accepting criticism, but also like knowing that like you wouldn't have been able to do this if God didn't give you the gift to do this. And when I was kind of going through my period in college, because I tried out for the school worship team and I was like, you know, I've planted a church. I was there. I'm their worship leader. I was a worship leader like for 11 years at my home church. And I was like, I am way more than qualified to be on this team. But 
I never made it. And there was a time where I was like, God, like, should I even be a worship leader anymore? Like, but it's because I was letting my success in something that I was good at define me. And God was like, no, if you are going to take worship as a way of defining your success, then we got to do a heart check. And it was a battle. It was a big battle to be like, okay, like I totally misconstrued this whole thing. And it was definitely one of the toughest battles I've ever had to fight. So then when, um, if y'all have listened from episode one, I had talked about how I had to say yes to planting a church. And honestly, it was such a hard yes because I was in the midst of this battle of like almost fear of going back to how I used to be, of letting wor- being a worship leader define me. And I was reading my Bible and I came across this verse and it's First Peter 4.10, which is my life verse. And I it was right before I was going to meet with the pastor and his wife to kind of say my yes or no. And I had kind of thought I was going to go into it saying no. And the verse says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as a faithful steward of God's grace in its various forms. And that right there just struck me. It struck me because it's like each of us have been giving a, been given a gift to serve God and to give him glory and to serve other people and you know that was the heart check that I felt like I kind of needed was like okay like I can say yes to this with the mindset that I've been given this gift to serve God and to serve others and you know that I said yes and here I am and it's been incredible because I've been able to find almost like this like balance per se of like you know there's still so much growth and um being humble in in the light and so was there a moment for you that you kind of had this like maybe it wasn't as drastic as um like a verse stuck out to you you're like oh that's the heart check I needed but was there kind of like a moment or a shift or something in particular that you were kind of like okay I need to go into this as a humble servant of God because I wouldn't be able to do any of this without the help um, and the work of the Lord. Probably COVID when it was all taken away, when I didn't have that opportunity of like doing everything. Um, And I was just kind of like, man, it's a privilege to be able to go to church, to worship, like being at home, not fun. Like I want to, I was craving being able to, worship and even we started recording and it was just the good old days (laughs) (laughs) like just to look out and see there's no people and still like trying to have the same attitude and like feeling of like when you don't have people that you're looking out at it's weird it's not the same and it really makes you think why am I doing this like besides the spotlights like I need to be doing this for a purpose. I need to be doing this for more than myself. I need to do it as worship, not as something to add to the list of, I do this, 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 and this, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, I think with that, like, being able to go into this of, like, you know, the light that is in you is your character, your morals, like, you shining the light of Jesus. And the part of the quote where it says, if the light that is, like, brighter the light that is on you is brighter than the light that is in you the light that is on you will destroy you 
the light that is on you, if you're falling towards fame, popularity, money, whatever else, you're sacrificing your character and you're sacrificing your morals and your values for something that is so temporary. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I would rather like keep with the eternal mindset that I get to worship the Lord every single day when I'm no longer here on this earth. But what is that to stop me from worshiping the Lord right now every single day? And so that was just like one of those things when I was reading this quote that I was like, man, like the light that is on you is so dangerous. And, you know, with the concept of this podcast between the pages, it doesn't have to be something that you're really, really good at. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you're always front and center on um, the worship team or you're constantly in this light of fame or you're constantly on stage speaking or whatever. It could be like even just like you being the smartest kid in your class or you making it into an elite group of musicians at school or in a varsity sports team or whatever else that you're good at. And so it's like every like those everyday things and having that mindset of like yeah I'm really good at this but I wouldn't have been able to do this if it wasn't without God and I guess Elizabeth have you had the experience um maybe with like friends or something else where you just have like witnessed them like kind of take things to to their head a little bit and like what was kind of like your response to them like if you're like have a close friend or something who maybe is, like, the best team, the best player on, like, a soccer team, let's say. Like, what was your experience with that person, like, as friends? Like, did you, like, kind of bring, like, calm them down or, like, be like, hey, like, I know you're, like, you're really great at this, but, like, you're kind of being a little bit of, like, braggy in a way. Yeah. I mean, I used to have a friend who, she was a dancer, and she was very self-centered and I wasn't the only one who noticed it and I mean none of us really had the courage to like ever be like you're really being like rude about this but there were definitely moments when she would be like oh man I got like a solo in this and I like one of us would be like yeah so did like so did I like we we did something too and kind of just like put her not in line but we'd have to kind of check her and just say hey like you have these accomplishments we have these accomplishments which yeah so I've never had a like a situation where I've had to fully tell someone like you're you're really like putting yourself out there and you don't need to be but that's probably the closest thing I can think of is just kind of there was little situations that would build on each other where we'd have to just be like hey like it's okay good for you so yeah What would you say um, for those listening or those watching on our YouTube channel, for those of those of us who, you know, we've we've done the work of really having that heart check of like, you know, we can't we can't do any of this without the Lord. Um, What would you say is kind of like a opportunity, let's say, like to speak to someone who maybe is like a friend of 
um, yours, who is kind of like what your dancer friend was of just kind of being really self-centered. Like, what would you say is kind of the best way to go about those situations? And, you know, I can think of a few ways, but I kind of want to hear from you um, just fresh out of high school and the experiences that you've had of like dealing with people that maybe are a little bit more self-centered and you're kind of like, eh, I don't know about this. Like, how would you go about those situations? Well, like Rebecca said, I am fresh out of high school and in high school, it is a lot of look at me, look at me, I'm so great, I have like all these accomplishments, but now in college it's a lot less, people are kind of just like, they keep to themselves, they keep to their circles, it's not as much me, 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 um, but definitely approach it nicely, don't try and one-up them, um, don't try and put them down either, because it'd be easy to be like, yeah, so what, you're great at this, like, I mean, I know for myself, if like, I got frustrated enough, I could be like, who cares? Like, you know what I mean? You have to still approach it as you're their friend or you're here to help them be less than just like completely putting them down and hurting them. Um, so I guess just approach it nicely, approach it in a way, maybe one-on-one rather than like me and you saying, Hey, like you're being rude, you know, kind of just come out and be like, Hey, I've noticed that you seem to say this a lot. And I'm so proud of you for these accomplishments, but maybe let other people like share that spotlight rather than you just taking it all all the time. So some something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's so good. Now I want to turn this back on um, you and just your experience, but then also um, my experience too. Being on the worship team, we've talked about it's a very fine line of worshiping and being worshiped and all these things and you know sometimes like when someone says like thank you so much like that sounded so beautiful I have to remind myself that like you know like that that was the Lord speaking through me what is something that you have maybe started to do or um kind of has helped you to keep that mindset of I am on this stage to be a and I use I use the analogy of like the worship team is the bridge between their the encounter with Jesus and the congregation, you know, and like what is something for you that you have kind of maybe done before you uh, step onto the stage on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night to just kind of like remind yourself of like I get to help people encounter the Lord and I also get to be able to be with them in the upper room with Jesus. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily before, but I what I've been trying to do is when I'm up there, instead of looking at people, I just tend to kind of take this as my time of worship. Since I don't get to be out there enjoying the music, I tend, I just try and like, obviously I can't like close my eyes and play. I'm not that good. (laughs) Um, But I just kind of try and make it just worship for me. Um, Like listening to the words that are being sung and just like taking it as like, man, like, these words are so powerful and like I get to play them like I'm not just like sitting there it's like just listening and playing and I don't have a mic but I usually try and sing just instead of like just standing there um so that's kind of what I would try and do and I like to pray before a set if I have like the time if I'm not like we have five minutes left like let's go like you know I try and take a time to just like debrief and just like okay, like, we can do this, like, this is good, like, you know, it's just, like, take that time, minute, like, for myself to, like, kind of just, like, reflect on, like, practice and before going up there, so 
What do you usually do? I'm curious to know. <laughs> um, I would say, you know, sometimes even it it doesn't. It I don't do my stuff like at church. Yeah. You know, I do I do a lot of my reflection and my preparation before I even walk into the yeah. church, and so a lot of times in the morning as I'm getting ready, like I'll listen to the songs and that we're gonna like be playing that day and almost like praying those songs over the congregation and those people that are gonna be present but also praying the lyrics of the songs over myself and every single time before I walk into the building I as I'm walking from my car inside I'm just like God like I pray over the people that are going to encounter you today and I love when um Ryan has me pray and like you know sometimes I get a little preachy but it's just like I there's so much power in prayer oh yeah but to actually like be like God we thank you for how how we're going to encounter you this morning and this idea that like you know the stage doesn't doesn't separate us from the congregation and so like we might we will all be able to encounter Jesus. We're, the worship team's not going to encounter Jesus more than somebody who's sitting front row or somebody who's sitting in the back corner or someone who's walking in late. Like, Jesus is going to meet people where they're at and how um, they need him to show up. And I think it's important for me as I walk into the building to have this, like, heart of worship and to have this heart of surrender and I actually as I'm preparing for this conference coming up here um one of my favorite things I've ever kind of like made a rendition of is heart of worship with everything and nothing less and so you go from this chorus of like I'm coming back to the heart of worship it's all about you it's all about you like I'm sorry lord for the thing I've made it because it's all about you, Jesus, to then going into everything and nothing less of like, I surrender, I surrender all, like everything and nothing less. And just like saying like, God, like I surrender everything. I surrender like my, my fears. I surrender my doubts. I surrender um, every single like lie that is in my head right now. And sometimes it, it can be hard to like stand up in front of people and then to think that they're judging you. And, like, I have to remind myself, I'm like, you know, like, that's the devil, like, trying to get at my head and be like, you're not good enough. Or, like, they don't like how you worship. Or they think that you're singing awful today. Or, like, (laughs) you're sounding so bad today. And it's like, no, like, God, I'm surrendering everything. Because here's the thing is I want people to see through me. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to, like, just see me. I want them to see through me to Jesus. Like, we're that bridge. We're that gap. To help people encounter the Lord. And so that's kind of something that I've been like really intentional about doing. Especially like now with um, us taking Boldly Seeking kind of out on the road. And uh, doing more events in person. Like being like this is like an opportunity for people to encounter Jesus. Mm -hmm. So like I'm going to pray over how Jesus is going to um, encounter people on that specific day. Yeah. I like that. It yeah. is. Uh, yeah, that's been one of the best things that I think I've ever been able to just yeah. like be a part of really. And, you know, it didn't come from like some book or anything. Like yeah. That. It was just like, you know, reflecting on what 
what means most to me as I head onto a stage. Oh yeah. Or I had, you know, I was, I was a three sport athlete in high school Mm -hmm. and you know, sometimes it was just like, just a quick prayer. Be like, God, I really don't want to run this 5k right now, but like you are, (laughs) you give breath and you give life and I will be alive at the end of this. (laughs) And just like things like that. Yeah. So, um, one of the things that I, um, like to bring up as we kind of end each episode, um, is giving like a piece of encouragement. And, you know, we talk about the, the highs and the lows of life and, you know, you could hit rock bottom or you can be, uh, on this like big high of just joy. And like, you think of like singer songwriters, like their rock bottom is like, they are, cannot write a song. Yeah. And like some of their highs is like, they have a record deal or they're going on tour with this person but there's so much in between and that's like why we say this is between the pages is because there's so much that happens between big like really big and really bad things that can go on in life so ending each episode with um whether that's a challenge to our listeners a an encouragement piece of advice like what would you say as we're kind of Talking about this topic, and I think this will be, like, a later episode series as we um, look at, like, identity. Because I think there is a underlying theme of identity behind even just uh, this podcast episode in particular. But for you, what is, like, a challenge or an encouragement or piece of advice that you would give our listeners in relation to kind of what we talked about today? Okay. Well, what I would say to myself is, like you said, like, the heart check. Like, just reflect on what you are doing and instead of being like oh I'm so good maybe just start with what can I do better like what who does my activity so well like what can I learn from them because I feel like when you're looking at someone who does something better than you it's humbling in itself of like man like I thought I was good and this person's like so good at running or at piano singing whatever it may be um and so just like to start there and just look inward and do that heart check of, okay, whatever I'm doing, like I'm not the best, but I'm doing, like I'm trying my best and I'm doing it for the glory of God. I'm not doing it for myself. I am doing this because I have these skills. I have this talent. This is like a part of me. It's not who I am, but it is a big part of me. That's so good. I would say my first challenge to everyone listening or watching on our YouTube channel is memorize first Peter four ten. I think that is one of the biggest reminders, um, whether if you're going on stage or a field or a court or whatever, you know, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as a faithful steward of God's grace. And to just memorize that and have that in the back of your head, like when you feel like you are just like, oh, I'm so good at this. Like, yeah, you are so good at it. But remember that you should, you are given this gift to serve others. So how can you serve others on your basketball team, your track team, uh, your worship team, your leadership team, your student council team, like whatever that may be, like how can you serve others and having that reminder? Now, the second thing I would say would be, and I think you can probably attest to this too, is find your accountability partners. One of the best things that I think I've ever been able to do is like to talk to my best friends and talk to like our team and be like, hey, like this was a struggle of mine. And like for you guys to like call me out when it's like, you're like, Rebecca, like let's bring it down to earth a little bit here. Like you're the light that is on you is becoming a little bit too bright. Yeah. 
and you need to shine the light in you a little Mm -hmm. bit more and kind of like find those accountability partners to keep you in check because sometimes like you don't even know it oh yeah it's you're so blind to it because like you're just not aware of it Mm -hmm. but the people that are around you like your closest three to five friends are going to call you out on it oh yeah and also receive that feedback with grace Mm -hmm. So with that, that is our challenge for you guys for this episode. Um, As with every episode, we are going to continue the conversation on our Instagram page, on our Facebook page, on our website, everything like that. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, at Boldly Seeking. Our website is linked in the description. Uh, So make sure that you connect with us. Uh, Feel free to leave a comment, uh, DM us, whatever you want. Send us an email, carrier pigeon, (laughs) whatever that may be. If you are a part of our exclusive insider team, as we have in the past, we are going to send you some uh, food for thought things, a couple questions just to um, continue reflecting on what we talked about today. And we're, again, so excited to be able to spend time and conversation be able to challenge and grow uh together as a community you know as jenny and i talked about in a recent episode like our mission and our vision is to cultivate a community to advance the kingdom and that's what we're doing we're cultivating together um to just continue to advance the kingdom and so we're so excited and make sure to connect with us and all our social pages and we will see you in a couple weeks (laughs) 